Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Action Park Media. Pump rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Shenanigans. As we said last week, we have two exciting, giggly, gorgeous guests here with us. Jamie Lynn co-hosting. We are live from San Diego, but our guests are, again, all the way across the country. From the Summer House, we have Hannah Burner and Paige DeSorbo. How are you, ladies? Hi, Sheena. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for doing this. I'm glad we were finally, all four of us, able to coordinate schedules and get together. Yeah, honestly, no one was really doing much. And that's how we <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's perfect. So we have a fun Bravo game we wanted to start out with. Jamie made it up. I can't take credit, but I'm going to help ask the questions. Okay. All right, I'll let you ask the first one. Okay. So basically, this game, I kind of got the idea from the most recent Summer House episode where you two, it was kind of a ruse where you're like, let's play a game and actually just get info out of Lindsay. (laughs) So let's turn this into a real game, but using anyone from any Bravo show, not just Summer House. Okay. Okay. Because also, I forgot in that bathroom, we also said, raise your hand if you believe in psychics. And Lindsay raised her hand. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to hear about this psychic that DM'd you. But before we do that, let's get into this game. Yes. Okay. So if you had to transfer to any other Bravo show, which would it be and why? Ooh. I would say Beverly Hills because I'd like to show up like no glam team, like bloated from just eating bagels all morning and just see how I fit in. (laughs) (laughs) Or how you're ostracized. Either or. (laughs) I just want them to be like, ew. I think I would go Salt Lake City because there's something about like the cold winter fashion aesthetic that I really vibe with. I love how like people can be on a Housewives franchise and not actually be a wife anymore. Oh, I know. But the uh, rule of thumb is that you had to have been married before. So you can be divorced and be single, but you had to at least been married. So I could be a housewife one day. Okay. You could keep that dream alive. I feel like Bethany Frankel was never married before she went on New York, though. Hmm. Was she the exception? Shots fired. Shots fired. Which means. But I think she was a friend of before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Second question. Okay, next question. (laughs) If you could take one male and one female from any other Bravo show and join the Summer House, who would it be and why? Good question. I would take Craig from Southern Charm, bring him to the Summer House. And then Sheena, I would take you. Yay. I've been there before, but not with you girls. It was not fun when I was there. I was miserable. I would have so much fun now. Well, now as soon as you give birth and can drink again, come on over. Yes. (laughs) I feel like I would want Portia from Atlanta because I feel like she would set everyone straight, but she's also really fun. And then I kind of just want to throw one of the husbands from New Jersey, like, 
Frank. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Just like I a real wild Frank. card. Yeah. <laughs> I just want some tough people who like don't care about Hampton's money and like all that stuff. And they just tell it like it is. Yeah. yeah. I love Frank. Those are, I mean, I would love to see that show. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good one. Yes. And Frank's single, right? Yeah. He might be, um, but the, the son so. is Paige. Ahem. No. Yeah. The Dolores' son. The son? Yeah. Oh, no, he's no, not. No, he's in a relationship. Damn it. Okay, that was wishful thinking because like, I feel like you two would be a great couple. <laughs> he's too young for me anyway. See, you know, he's I, too young for Paige. He's too young for you, Jamie. <laughs> Okay. He's younger. Younger. I feel like when you get to a certain age, any guy is exactly. Open. See, I'm I'm at that yeah. age. Paige is not yet. So, okay. <laughs> Moving on. This is the question you asked about in the house. If you had to procreate with any male, who would it be? But now mm-hmm. let's expand that to any Bravo male. Ooh. I'm going Mauricio. <laughs> okay. Like immediately, immediately. I I know where the bucks are made, and he's got some. And yeah. I'm going Mauricio. That's a good one. Okay. <gasps> I love how you picked him because he's rich when all of them are rich. <laughs> I feel like he's especially rich. He smokes weed and he's fun. Right? I feel like he gets fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Juan Dixon from Potomac because I feel like we'd have really athletic children and then we wouldn't yeah. have to pay for college. Ooh. Okay, so Paige is into money. Hannah is into the body. Or Scott. Okay, (laughs) education. Okay, that makes it sound better. Into um, also money. Got it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. If it was sex only, no babies, and you're both single, who would you hook up with? Any guy on Bravo. Any guy on Bravo. No babies. We never have to see him again. Never. Just you can just have a one night stand. They're single. You're single. <laughs> oh okay, this is gonna get me in trouble. But like, I kind of have a crush on Tom Schwartz. <laughs> oh, we knew this. I think we knew <laughs> this. Maybe like Loki knows, or in my head, I kind of told her. But I didn't say it that firmly, but I was like, he's really hot. <laughs> I just think he's silly and like he's funny and I like guys. Yeah, that are he's funny. cute. Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm going Joe Gorga because he's always Ooh. like chasing Melissa around the house. Yeah. And like I wanna see what that's like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I like the effort he puts in. Oh, totally. Yeah, me too. Okay. Have you guys made out or flirted or DM'd? with anyone from any other Bravo show? I think we all have. Well, let's hear who it is. And Sheena, you can a- you can answer as well since Which you show? chimed in. I've got a few. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What is the point when like in Bravo Lebridum, when like after you're on a show for like three years, then people are like, okay, you've survived. Now we can talk to each other. Yeah. I have some. <laughs> Um, I've definitely DM'd someone from like the West Coast and then I've also DM'd someone from the East Coast. Same. West Coast. Can you be more general? Can you you be a little more specific from your show? Not my show. You know? I know. I don't really want to say, I mean, Sheena knows one of mine. It's one of our in commons. I'll just say that. (gasps) Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, Hannah. Who? Okay, East Coast. I feel like I've definitely like flirted with Southern Charm, but like who hasn't? I know. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's funny because I find a lot of the guys are even more be friends with because you're like, look, reality TV can be messy. And I'm glad you understand me. But like, but I have to go on your show if we start dating. Like, it's like so messy that you're like, let's just vent about our own shows and like keep the safe space. Yeah. Yeah, but there is like a weird bond that you like already have because you're like, wow, you're on reality TV too. This is totally. so weird. We have so much in common. Let's just like riff now. Yeah. And then you're like, this is weird. I had that conversation <laughs> with two guys on two different Bravo shows. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, but how how would it work? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what would happen? Does it work? Would I go on your show? Yeah. What's going on? Okay. Girls trip. Uh, what should we say? Five? Sure. Okay, five girls. Who's invited? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. We switch off. Yeah, okay. okay, perfect. Yeah, you get five between the two of you. Okay. We can't think of so many names. We're not very smart. Okay, uh, Sonia. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to throw in Giselle from Potomac because I feel like she like would be the kind of the mom, but also like likes to get lit up. Yeah. Um, after seeing this season... So far, Jennifer Aiden. She loves oh the God, tequila. Right? Loves the tequila, and I love that. And you're coming on my girls' trip. Yes. Tequila, well, Jen. We have to have Sheena to 
sing on the bar. I mean, is she still doing that, that, though? Oh, I'll be back on a bar once I can be back in a crop top for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Who else? I mean, and then like, I feel like Rinna the Flit or Kyle Richards. Well, Sheena could do splits too. So you've got that. I've done this. I have a photo of Kyle and I on a dance floor at Lisa Vanderpump's house, like doing the splits. It's like (laughs) me, Stassi and Kyle Richards all doing the splits. And Stassi had to like pull her dress up and she had like a granny panty spanks on that are like in the photo. It's fucking hilarious. I need to find that. Oh my God. Yeah. It's from like season two. I want that picture and I want someone to like recreate it like one of those like renaissance. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, that goes into our next question, because if there were a Bravo, like reality museum, that picture should definitely be on the wall. That'd be a good Um, one. And your cropped wedding dress, I would say, needs to be there, like behind glass. But (laughs) what would you each contribute? Oh, that is such a good question. I don't know if I have anything like iconic like that. Hannah, you and I could like donate our bed sheets. Because, like, <laughs> our bed is like there so, are so important. many crumbs in our bed sheet, but we also both will sneak like snacks in different places. Like I'll pull yeah. out a bar, she'll pull out a full sandwich. <laughs> it was one time. It was one time. But it was never forgotten. That turkey panini should go. Also, talking about the honey or no, the sauce that I spilled. Hannah's, we like ate pancakes in bed one morning and Hannah spilt maple syrup on her side of the bed. And instead of cleaning it up, she just put paper towels over it. Oh my and God. it stayed there for <laughs> a few days. <laughs> so we've been watching you guys eat all kinds of food on this season. So you're ordering quesadillas and pasta and pizza and tacos. You guys are eating really well, but mm-hmm. you've managed to look amazing. So what is it just the stress? What What is keeping, keeping you in health, shape? Um, health really is our top priority. And... <laughs> So, <laughs> would be surprised with the amount of fighting, how easy food will just run through you after a fight. Like, it's funny. There was a scene. I mean, there was a, we were at the picnic table and I was like about to have a fight with Kyle and I like walked off and he's like, she never does shit. I was going to take a shit. Like, I was <laughs> having anxiety, diarrhea, getting yelled at. <laughs> like, we don't know food stays in me that sucks during the summer. Yeah. Hannah and I have a weird bowel movement situation every summer. <laughs> I want to get into uh, your many fights with Kyle. But before we do that, we're just going to take a quick little break. It's that time at the end of your day when you just want to get into a comfortable bed and pass out. Am I right? You want to be comfortable. So... If you're like me, you will be most comfortable on your bowl and branch sheets. I have them in white. They are amazing. They're perfect for Brock and I. He runs hot. I run a little cold. We have them in San Diego, LA, Palm Springs. They're great because, you know, the weather's a little different in each of those cities. And they're amazing. They also are sustainable. They have raw materials, which organic cotton and wool, responsible down, recycled springs, and natural latex. There are no harmful pesticides or GMOs. These sheets are amazing. It's just like one of those every night essential things that you need, you know? Also, they're better for the people. The fair trade certified process and 100% sourced from family-owned businesses, which I absolutely love. So you guys can feel the difference quality makes at bowlandbranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code SHEA at checkout. And again, that is bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com promo code Shay. Okay, so Hannah, you and Kyle have been very up and down this season. Little blonde leprechaun, the whole him bringing up your dad when you brought up your dad. Where do you guys stand now? And is there anything that you can tell us that happened in one of these fights that maybe we didn't see that would make it make a little more sense? <laughs> I love how your brain watches this because it's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so it was never about trash. It wasn't about like me talking about their relationship. You would have seen me doing that all season if that was a thing. We just had like an intense fight. And I think overall, I didn't like how sometimes he speaks to people. And it, I've, we've had blown ups with him up until this point. Remember how Giggly Squad started? We were giggling and he like cursed me and Paige out. In the past, I'm always quiet. 
and Amanda would defend us and I would just like cry in a corner. And this summer I was like, if I'm stuck in a house with this guy, if he comes at me in a type of way, condescending, like I have to stand up for myself. And it turned into just way more career stuff. Like he would just say stuff like everything you've gotten is because of me. And you know, just that kind of like, you're a sellout, like you're just sitting all day doing nothing, just like trying to make me feel bad as a person. And then it turned into just like a smear campaign on me where he's talking about me being manipulative and untrustworthy and bad friend and just all these like general topics. So I was just sitting in bed trying to emotionally eat and um, watching it over was like tough. Watching it over, I was like, oh, so this was like, like, I'm not going around the house talking about you. This is clearly like a thing you came into the house trying to do. And um, it was hard. It was just hard. The whole thing was hard. And some of the fights were hours long. So, okay. Wow. So it wasn't about the trash. It wasn't about your dad. It wasn't about the Did pasta. You my dad? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't about the pasta. <laughs> Don't you dare bring up your dad, okay? <laughs> what, okay, so let's get to it. What is this underlying tension that he has with you? Is it that he is an classic. OG and you, like, what is it? I think it's just classic OG stuff. Like, you guys deal with it with Jack. We deal with it with Kyle. Dealt with it, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I see, but I guess, yeah, we've dealt with it with Jax, but like, I've just, especially like Ariana and I, we've never been like that. I always embrace the new people because I'm like, look, they're here for a reason. We're either not bringing it or they need to bring something new. And it's like, just embrace the new people. Like, don't try and like ostracize them. And I felt like, I mean, especially like when Lala came on, like Ariana and I were like, we like the new girl. And it was just, yeah. It's hard because like, obviously we all love attention. We all want to do well. And we all, but like, we are a team at the end of the day. And if like, when Paige is killing it, that's better for me. Yeah. And I just, I don't think he was happy with like a strong woman in the house who was doing well on her own. And he just like wanted to put me in my place. And that's why I ended it basically saying you're the man you're the number one guy in the house then you left me alone I honestly I don't remember which one of you it was who did my podcast but I told you that I didn't even watch the show until y'all were on it that was the first season I watched in full because but I also think it was that so causes tension like if he, when he hears that it drives him crazy when like realistically like we're so thankful for Kyle to like be one of the first people on the show like it's fucking awesome and I wish we all could just be more like happy for each other we support Loverboy 24-7. Um, so like him doing the smear campaign on me was just brutal. Like to have a grown man say, I'm trying to destroy her. When you watch, <laughs> you don't see me saying bad things about him. I'm just defending myself. And you just see the snapping moments of me and not what brought it there. Yeah. I didn't even realize how uneven the ratio of girls to guys in the house was until so the separation uneven. night. Brock was like, where's the rest of the guys? And I was like, there's only three. Because I was so like, Steven left. Have the most drama. I know. There's only so three of them. Right. Dramatic dudes. <laughs> like the girls were getting along great the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We like rarely had any big blow ups. Like the whole, all the girls. Yeah. It was just Lindsay pretty much. Who, okay. Cause we didn't see it and I couldn't tell. I rewound it and watched it a few times. I couldn't tell whose voice it was that said, you're Lindsay Hubbard. We know. Sit down. Amanda. Amanda. Okay. I was, was like, amazing. is it Paige or was it Amanda? I was like, whose voice is this? I loved that line. It was so good. But the, there wasn't a camera on I someone. Know. So I was like, who said that? Where did it come from? That's almost as good as the line <laughs> that Paige over here said. This isn't a set, just so you know. Oh, yeah. I put this together. <laughs> I was like, I, I fell in love with you right then and there. I loved that. <laughs> I saw I was just trying to like lighten the mood because I was like listening to Hannah downstairs just absolutely annihilate Kyle. And I was like, what's <laughs> like something we could talk about up here? Let's talk about my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was so good. Paige is my best friend because like everyone else was like so worried. And Paige was like, I'll have to deal with this later. For now, I'm like, <laughs> 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 I saw there were like memes posted. And there. Yeah. And like, like walking. <laughs> Hannah's like walking out of the backyard and I'm like, someone get her. Like, someone. Someone stop her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So good. So did you guys ever like going into Summer House, did you ever make a pact? Like, okay, we are super close friends. We're never going to let this show get between us. Like, did you ever have that conversation? We had that conversation like three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> a little late, but okay. <laughs> it's so funny because Hannah and I have like, of course, we're, we do a podcast together. We talk every single day, but we had such a crazy experience our first season because we were the two new girls and we shared a room. So like instantly we were bonded 
And then when we realized how similar we were, we would have so many conversations like this is at the end of the day, a TV show, like in a few years, we're not going to be on it anymore. But I know that I want you in my life then. So like we've definitely had conversations where it's like sometimes you're going to get pissed at me and sometimes I'm going to get pissed at you. And when you're pissed, tell me and like we'll squash it then and there. And like that's happened, of course. You can actually see in the show there are moments because where else in your life are you forced to like put in these awkward social situation, situations, pick sides? I remember being like, Paige, what is going on? Because like I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm hearing things. And I remember Paige just being like, I don't trust that lamp right now. And I was like, well, then I can't trust the situation. Like, yeah. We, it was also like a pressure cooker this summer. It was different than any other summer. And Paige and I are also kind of introverts. So like, that's why we were in bed because we were depressed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we get yelled at for being lazy, whatever. We were getting our work done, but like it was really hard, especially with all the fighting going on to like be walking around just like bumping into Kyle in the middle of the day. It's like, oh, I'm just going to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of sharing a room, I'm, I'm still a little confused because this season it's a bigger house, obviously. So do you have your own rooms? You just sleep in the same bed because there's like a whole room just dedicated to Paige's wardrobe. And I'm like, is that Paige's room? But she sleeps in Hannah's or what? So <laughs> they put us down in the basement, which, you know, because they didn't want to deal with us. So we had like the whole bottom floor and our actual bedroom only had one dresser and like we would have had no room for our clothes. So Hannah put her clothes in that dresser and then got like a rack. And I was like, I'm not going to fit my clothes anywhere. So I put it in the other room and Hannah was like, you know what? Like I'll do my podcast in there. Like that will be like our working space. And then the other room will be like where we sleep. And we were just like geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> How many suitcases did you bring? Cause I mean, you brought, a bigger wardrobe than I have in my entire house. And that was just I, for how many weeks? <laughs> I hired a moving company. So I had like rolling racks because I hate packing. You also had hat boxes. I did. I had some hat boxes. I had a lot of stuff. Well, I love your style. I can't wait until I can dress like you again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're going to see any crop tops for Sheena in 2021. That's I think for you sure. should do it. Anyway, yeah. Paige, how do you rate Sheena's style? <laughs> right how now? Low? Oh, it's a 10. <laughs> In general. Sheena wears whatever she wants. And that's what I love about her. And I always say like good fashion is whatever you feel the prettiest in. And Sheena can rock anything. She wore a goddamn two-piece to her wedding and she looked amazing. And now two-pieces are in. I'm pretty sure Sheena met. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I started that shit. You started a no trend. No one had done it before no me. Yeah, I saw Ashley Simpson did it after A couple you. months after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need to congratulate you, Hannah. I know. I know my ring. I forgot it. How do you forget your <laughs> ring? <laughs> but thank you. Where Where is the ring? Where did you forget it? Okay, I, that's just so embarrassing. I went to the city and I left it in my bedroom in the city and my mom was like, where's your ring? And I was like, it's in the city and we just have, we'll get it. We'll get it back. And the ring needs to be insured because the fact that it's like- No, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I knew it. Like there's a reason I don't have AirPods because they're like Tic Tacs and they will disappear on me before they even buy them. It gives me a lot of anxiety. That's why I wanted a pearl. Yeah. <laughs> so you got engaged on Valentine's Day. Tell us all about it. How did it happen? Did you anticipate it? How did you feel? Everything. Yes, all so of it. He's older. So he like kind of knows what he wants. And very early on, he was like, I'm going to marry you. And I was feeling good about him. But I was like, okay, let's put his money where his mouth is. And I just started sending him links to rings. Oh my God, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, sometimes just have to guide them a little bit. And I guess, like, it was kind of a joke. Like, yeah, we're going to get married. And then I feel like it then stopped being a joke. And we were, like, talking about stuff. At one point, I was, like, asking about the wedding. I'm like, this is a big one, a small one. He's like, we're not even engaged. Calm down. And I was like, but, like, this is right. And during quarantine, it's weird. because We haven't, I just realized we haven't even known each other out of the pandemic. So I'm like, what if he, like, puts, like, chocolate in his popcorn at the movie theater? Like, these are things that <laughs> but so we'll keep you guys posted on how that goes <laughs> when I was at summer ha- house with Paige he would send us these funny videos because he's like a comic and he would just like make fun of whatever drama was happening and but then he stopped sending those videos because he wasn't trying as hard because I gave it all up to him but then the morning of the engagement he sent me like a funny video and I was still asleep 
and it ended with him being like, I have to tell you something. And then he was right next to the bed. I was just like, bad breath, like crust in my eyes. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's how it went. Aww. <laughs> We're so happy for you. Yes, but get that ring insured. Congratulations, but get that shit insured. You, I was like, I don't trust myself. <laughs> did, you, did you like take it off for the shower? Or why do you even take it, it off? I, I, I guess I don't sleep with it. I never took mine off. To this day, I've been divorced almost five years. It feels weird to not have a ring on this finger that sometimes I just wear like an accent ring because it just felt normal after having one there for so long. Well, they say the safest thing is to just never take it off. But yeah. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I talked to Paige. I have these like nubby fingers and I, it like feels weird to have a ring on them. I can't sleep with jewelry, so I got it. Yeah. This is a funny topic though. That yeah, it is. Also, some people get like swollen when they <laughs> sleep and then it like hurts in the morning. That used to happen yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. When I was briefly engaged. <laughs> I should start wearing it more because your girl is leaving it everywhere. Probably some walk around Manhattan with it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So when I was watching, I, I kind of understand the timing of it all now. So you and Des met a couple weeks before you started filming this season, correct? Yeah. So like when you went into the house, you'd already met him and you were feeling some sort of way about him, I assume already. Yeah. But then we saw you kind of have your thing with, what's his name? Luke? Luke. What's and like name? you cried a little yeah. bit, right? So yeah. what was kind of going through your mind then? Were you, oh were God, you not God. actually crying about him? It was <laughs> more maybe question. frustration. Because <laughs> I got engaged and people were like, this bitch is crying about someone on TV right now. First of all, don't mistake tears for weakness. This bitch cries over frustration, anger, everything. And it's funny because he's been like going on pause being like, Hannah's had a boyfriend and all this stuff. I was hurt by Luke because I felt really lied to. Told me he wasn't bringing someone to the house. Then he embarrasses me bringing Sierra without telling me. So I feel like this person who I'm so close to in my life who calls me all the time is lying to me. Then was telling her that I wanted more, which was never said, which is another lie. And then telling me, and then telling, I'm finding out from Sierra timeline wise that he asked us both to meet his parents at the same time. So I never wanted to be with Luke in that way, but he was someone that I had like feelings for in a weird way. He just never stopped calling me all the time. So he's kind of that person that I, I liked the attention from. So it just came down to me feeling really hurt by someone that I thought I knew and realizing he was talking bad about me. I feel like Hannah and Luke's relationship was very similar to me and Adam. There were so many things when I was watching it and I was like, that's me and Adam. Oh my God. Yeah. And his whole thing of like not wanting to have sex with me, I totally understand if a guy's not attracted to me, but we did everything but sex. And he kind of just used it as this control thing of like, well, we didn't have sex. Yeah, he used, always used it as like an out. Girls mm-hmm. don't fall for a guy by having sex with them. Girls no. fall for a guy if you call them. If a guy's calling you every day. Consistency. It's like, my love language is quality time. So my thing was like, I was trying to meet someone else actively because I knew this Luke thing was toxic, but it's like, he's still in my phone. So then he actually knew that I met Des two weeks before the house because he was calling me. Why didn't you answer? I was like, I was in Sag Harbor. He's like, why? And I'm like, on a date. He acted weird about it. So when I show up and he suddenly has this girl that he has feelings for, I'm like, stop trying to play me. If you're really my friend or you care about me, be honest with me. And I'm fucking over this shit. That's what happened. That must be so frustrating. Mm-hmm. I even remember when Hannah, when Sheena and I went to your comedy show in LA and then we went to dinner afterwards, we were at Craig's and he was blowing up your phone. You, he I was FaceTiming that. you at dinner for oh, the entire you. dinner. Yeah. You guys, I've been made to be like, they're putting me as this like crazy, dramatic girl who's just so boy crazy and upset for no reason because she got rejected when it's like, he wouldn't stop calling me and I couldn't get away from it mm-hmm. but I also like stayed in it because I thought he was like deep down this good guy and other people couldn't see it but then like it's just crazy too the misogyny of people watching just being like like leave him alone he's amazing and Hannah's manipulating other girls to not like him now and it's like he's done this all to himself and all I want is for him to leave me alone and there wasn't no timeline bullshit I just was upset that this guy was lying about me so where do you guys stand now has he congratulated you on your engagement or do you not speak I don't know because I did block him out of just like, he has no boundaries and I just can't risk him like hitting me up. I saw Paige was on Watch What Happens Live with him last week, but I didn't know that. Did I? Did you say that he was blocked? I don't know if that was said, but I remember, I think Andy asked if he had congratulated Hannah. I think he did say something like, no, he hasn't. Yeah. Sheena 
if anyone gets it, I feel like you can get it. A hundred percent. There were just people, so many things that I'm like, oh, I relate. I get it. I love to throw the like, you guys were never dating. And it's like, or you guys never had sex. And it's like, first of all, how many sexist marriages are there? Second of all, you're allowed <laughs> to have feelings for someone and not and know you're not going to ever marry them and be trying to find the guy you're actually going to be with forever kind of be stuck in this weird situation with a guy that like he loved my attention more than anything and that he loved my empathy and my care for him and I was there for him and I had his back through everything so I just felt so disrespected yeah well speaking of relationships and whatnot on the show currently Paige is still with Perry but we know in real life that y'all are not together So uh, what can you tell us about the breakup? Are you guys still on speaking terms? Was it mutual? Spill the tea, girl. Um, I'm not sure if it was mutual, but we are definitely on speaking terms. We broke up very quickly after I got back from the summer. Like I would say like within a week, we broke up. In the beginning, we didn't speak for like three months, unfollowed each other, like silence, the whole thing. And then we have um, like a lot of mutual friends. So I knew I was going to end up seeing him. And I think he reached out to me first I can't remember now. And then we like spoke on the phone. We were fine. Then we started following each other again. And now we're like in group chats together. We have like a lot of mutual uh, group chats that we're in. And I've seen him one time like in a group setting. But other than that, he's great. Yeah. I wish him all the best in his future endeavors. Well, that's good. <laughs> I heard you say that never say never about Carl. And we love Carl. I know. <laughs> no, I've I, seen it. Like, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel like Paige and I have similar types. <laughs> yeah, no, we you better watch your man, Sheena. <laughs> kissed a couple yes. of the same <laughs> so, so what are we thinking about Carl? Carl? Carl, I mean, this was the best he's ever been this summer. He was like the most attractive I've ever seen him yeah um we've just formed such a good friendship that like I don't know if I could see him romantically like that but like whoever knows you know it takes me two tequilas to date anyone you know (laughs) I loved seeing this side of Carl too because I mean I've known the party Carl more than any but also because like we did spend so much time together like I got to know him on another level, but then seeing him, you know, come into the house like pretty sober and to just have his drinking and everything under control when so much, you know, happened with him. It was just, it was really good to see him be the best version of himself and know how to control it all. Yeah. And especially going through the loss of his brother. I know. I remember when that happened. So sad. But he... It it takes a lot of vulnerability to go through that on TV. And I think he knew, like, he could have just left and not come back. Mm -hmm. But I think he stayed. Because A, I think he wanted to be with his friends. But B, that so many people are going to be able to relate to him and see, like, if Carl can get through it, let's all get through it together. Yeah. So I have a couple questions about Lindsay. But before we switch gears, as Andy Cohen says on the reunions, just and take one more little break. This now brought to you by BetterHelp. So I've talked to you guys about this before. I think we could all use a little counseling and therapy. I mean, don't you? There's always something that, you know, might interfere with your happiness or prevent you from achieving your goals. So I have the perfect solution for you. It is called BetterHelp. And this will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can get communicating with them in under 48 hours. It's so convenient. You can just connect in a safe and private online environment. So you don't even have to leave your house. No sitting in waiting rooms, you know, worrying about who's seeing you there. You can just do it from the privacy of your own home. It's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can message your counselor at any time. I mean, this is the type of help I think we all are looking for while we're still in this crazy pandemic. They can help you deal with any depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, like literally they do it all. It's confidential. It's convenient, professional, and affordable. I want you guys to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Shay. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge on their mental health. And again, that is betterhelp.com. H-E-L-P dot com slash Shay. Okay, so one of the more dramatic scenes, I mean, there's a lot of dramatic scenes this season, (laughs) but 
one of the ones that stands out to me was Lindsay's birthday. Yes. And her boyfriend leaving when she didn't even know he left. So, I mean, this is the thing too. Brock and I are watching her birthday dinner and he's like, how does this guy not see like the pure disgust on her face? Like she's like, oh, fish and chips. Oh, you did this? Like, you think this is good enough for me? And I was like, look, bro, when you're filming and there's a lot of shit going on, I said, Rob was so uninterested in me in front of my face and I didn't see it until I watched it back. And I'm like, in my cute little construction hat, like, I'm only going to wear this tonight. And he's like, I need another drink. I, you don't notice it. So I'm like... But you also don't know if it's like because of camera that he yeah. might be like tight. I don't know. Sheena, <laughs> uh, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, there's been so many things this season watching. I'm like, oh, that was me. Oh, that was me. So yeah, what, what can you tell us about that night with her boyfriend leaving? And what did you guys think of that relationship? Like, did you know that that shit wasn't going to last in, you know, the setting in a pandemic together? I liked Stravi. I thought he was like really nice. When I first met him, he's not who I would like picture Lindsay to end up with. So I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. But she was like very adamant that she wanted to get engaged, wanted to have babies. So when he left the house, I wasn't that surprised. Um, And also you could know Lindsay for five minutes and know that like she fucking loves her birthday. So (laughs) him doing like a normal dinner that any other girl would be like, this is so sweet. Thank you. is just like not up to par for Lindsay. Like I knew when he was setting it up that day, I was like, you're going to get shit on for this. That's so interesting. No, That's his his relationship. He should know the girl he's dating. I mean, also in in his defense, it it was in the middle of a pandemic. Like he couldn't take her anywhere. No, I thought he did. Right. I thought it was thoughtful like I think there's a point where you know how you feel about someone and nothing they can do can change it like he was set up to fail right he could have literally had a private jet and she would have been like do I like this brand of jet do you even know me (laughs) (laughs) did she ever open her present I was curious about that yeah she does she does open it okay I don't, yeah, I don't know if we ever see her like do it, but yeah, she opened it in front of us. I yeah. wondered about that. It was that. really nice. <laughs> Danielle was like, oh, your present. I don't want my fucking present. I was like, from the, <laughs> from the boyfriend? Yeah. Ex-boyfriend? The like picture he got, it was like a painting. Like it was like a picture yeah. he took of her like on the beach and he like turned it into a painting and had it all he wrapped up for her. He her a Monet. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice. The gift was very her. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was thoughtful, but I'm also, I'm pretty easy to please. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just just the like, thought, guy, you know, is yeah, nice. When a guy hits on you, if he's hot, you're like, he's so charming. And if he's not, you're like, you're a creep. Yeah. <laughs> Paige, what is your love language? I know Hannah said oh, yours is quality time. Mine are words of affirmation and physical touch. Yeah. I'm a words of affirmation girl. Jamie's physical mm-hmm. touch. Yeah. <laughs> what else like, I want you I'm, to be I'm so obsessed more, with like. me. Acts of service. Yes. Acts of service. I'm words of affirmation and quality time. See, that's why that dinner would have been fine for me because it was an act of service. It wasn't the actual gift that, you know, I would have cared about, you know? So yeah, I I just- when he was like, I took you to Italy. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear about this psychic. Yes, okay. (laughs) Hannah probably knows. Paige, I don't know if you know, but Jamie, we call her Toucan Jamie because when she has two cans of uh, wine or- two drinks of any sort, she really is psychic. Like, no way. No shit. I mean, I legit. Fucking I was feeling psychic. <laughs> so. I know a good psychic when I see one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get a DM from a psychic. Is this someone that you had had readings with before? Okay, I love that we're getting in depth with this because no one cared to ask me these details. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this oh, no, is we like, care. we both had this note <laughs> down. I don't know about you, but my DMs, are flooded with Lauren that I can't give it away. But she's someone I've been talking to for like a year. She told me that like during the quarantine that someone was walking towards me. And I'm like, I'm living with my parents on an island with five cats. Like no one's walking towards me during a pandemic. And then like two months later, I met Dez who like had gone to West Hampton. It was, and I was, anyway, she got that Mm. and she's just like she's really amazing yeah she's told me some things and I'm like no get out of town and then like it happens and I'm like fuck 
But I Crazy. do have to say, if you get a DM from a psychic about your friend group and it's already weirdly like something was happening, how would I not tell my best friend? Like right. I remember of doing it and not thinking at all like where it would go, but just saying it to Paige. And Paige was like, okay, 100%. And then fast forward five hours later, I'm in a pool and Lindsay's yelling and I'm like, stay in the pool in case she burns the house down. We're in a pool. We'll be okay. But like, I actually, like, I don't care or know if they slept together. I thought it was funny. And then I really removed myself. Like, I wanted to just be a joke. It just went too far. (laughs) It also like, and then after Hannah said it, I was like, you know what? I kind of love them together. Like, I kind of love... Luke and Lindsay, like, it sounds good. Their babies would be cute. Like, they laugh at the same things. I'm like, I kind of love it. I mean, I totally believed it. And just from seeing it on the preview before the show even started, I was like, oh my God. I was like, Brock, I was like, Luke and Lindsay hook up this season. And we're just like, yeah, I mean, we saw that coming. Like, if you know you're not giving him attention, Sierra from day one didn't really seem that much interested in him anymore. We're like, he's got to go for Lindsay because who else is he going to go for in the house? You nailed it, especially with the Sierra thing. But also, he, yeah, he loves attention from women. I mean, I love attention from men, so I get it. But like, I had been his rock and see, he wanted me and Sierra to fight. She wasn't even involved in it. So like, he went into her open arms and her bosoms. But I mean, they <laughs> they they say that they've never hooked up. Like, they haven't. But they definitely have like flirty banter. I mean, you can like tell. I, know, for sure. I feel like it's a situation it. where they're, they're like, well, if everyone thinks we did, we might as well. Well, Lindsay, it like tried to kind of say it when they were sitting outside talking she's like I mean we should just fuck like I feel like she was saying that to see his reaction yeah Yeah. but But also watching it I'm like oh this explains so much of like way she's acting towards me in the past oh Mm -hmm. totally that's a good thing and I think I saw Kyle I think maybe posted this it was a caption I saw something recently about watching yourself back and how you know it can be a learning experience and like cathartic and all of that where it's like in the moment, it's shitty and you're fighting and then you have to watch it back and relive it and get judged. And then you sometimes, you know, see what people say behind your back and then you get upset. But at the same time, like, I think I've grown so much from watching myself back. What do you girls think has been like your biggest lesson you've learned from being able to watch your life back half a year later? There's so many things you learn just from like the first, like, my dad was watching like one of the first episodes that we were on and I was just like, you just even look different. Like you look so much younger. I just think you're a lot. It's not that you're a lot more confident, but you're like, you learn to be a lot more sure of yourself. Like, I feel like we all start and like, you're so timid. Like I know I was like, I was so nervous to even talk. And I was like, wow, I wonder if like I approach things like that in like my real life. And like, I would not say things because I wouldn't want to get into confrontation. And now I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, this is how I, this is what I think. And you're allowed to change your mind and you're allowed to have opinions change. It's just hard when you're watching it. And there's so many people watching the show who don't know you and think you're like an asshole. And you're like, but you don't know, you weren't there. Like, you don't know the full story. And there's so many moments I could probably pick from your life where you're a fucking asshole. (laughs) Mine just happened to be on national television. So like, give me a break. So I feel like also dealing with like fans of the show and people writing things, I've gotten so different on that. Like last summer, last year watching the show, I'd be like, oh my God, what if like everyone hates me? And now I'm like, hate me because I don't know you. So I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard when, yeah, they see like 2% of something and they jump on it. But I think I I learned like, I would never put myself in these kinds of social situations. Like I'm a cat lady, <laughs> like doesn't yeah. want to be around <laughs> people who I don't like really, really love all the time. But like getting yelled at by a grown ass man for like five, six weeks of the summer was super hard. And I thought in my head that I was being like really strong and stuff, but I could see how like, I wish that I had like slowed down and not tried to like win the fight and instead just been like, it's okay if this man wants to destroy you, you don't have to like explain yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, at the time it's hard when you can't leave, you're not allowed to leave. (laughs) Uh, turns out you can't quit the show because there's a contract so (laughs) i heard you tried to quit a couple times hannah how did that go down it was was hilarious it was the dad fight it was an hour and he kept saying that he never said anything 
meme about me, which is like number one gaslighting. And I was losing my mind. I was like, am I going crazy? And I kept like walking off and I just didn't, I, I thought we were trying to make up and like he wasn't. So then I was trying to just be like, look, you're talking to me like you're my boss. You're talking to me like you're my dad. And then he kind of was like, oh, it's interesting. You have my dad in the same sentence as me kind of like insinuating whatever. And just, you know, when you, someone's been talking terribly about you for five weeks and they say just your dad, I just, I just went full Teresa Judice. I was like, don't talk about my fucking family. Like we love <laughs> I just went off and it's so funny because all people took from that is like Hannah's a maniac and I'm like <laughs> if you got gaslighted for six weeks you would too yeah <laughs> yeah it seems like he's got some like rage going on like because he was fighting with Luke later on as well right Yeah. So, okay. We're recording this on Monday. So we haven't seen this week's episode. By the time y'all are listening, it's Friday and we'll have seen this week's episode. So not going to do a spoiler alert, but how last week ended with that fight and the to be continued, like whenever you see production or security have to get involved and you see people in masks come in, I was like, holy shit, this is good. Yes. I love this scene because you see Paige and I be like, okay, this is above our pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we suddenly, we're like, we're involved in everything. We suddenly yeah. are like, oh, does anyone want is something in the kitchen? We, <laughs> we will <laughs> stir <laughs> the <laughs> pot. Yeah. Lindsay like fully had college chokehold and we were like, mm, I just did my nails and I feel like they have under control. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Lindsay's like, I don't like you. It was like, so like second grade. <laughs> meanest thing he could say but I do think that I had a little happiness of being like oh wait the two guys that I fought with are now fighting each other I guess this is like the final boss (laughs) (laughs) but Kyle can be very very I don't I'm not an angry person but like he knows how to say exactly what will piss you off in like the most dickish tone and Luke was being so controlled watching it like you have this crazy leprechaun in your face, just like, blah, 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 blah. and Luke was like calm, but you could tell that he needed to snap. Um, but I do think there was like so many underlying issues too in that. There had to be. And it's funny because people are still are trying to blame me for that fight. Oh my God. Well, you know why? But you know what? He did say, he Sorry, said Hannah. to Luke how, you know, he tries to control women. And that was kind of, I think, in defense of you, maybe. I'm not sure. But yeah, I could see where people were would kind of misconstrue that line into thinking it was because of you. But it's but it's so obvious, at least to me when I'm watching, that there's some underlying stuff going on that we don't know about Maybe yet. Maybe it's too much lover boy. I mean, <laughs> they have all of the inventory in that house. Am I not? <laughs> yeah. We can't find it in stores. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> but I do think it goes back to like, OG oh, new persons. I think Luke had a great season, his first season. And yeah. And like Kyle was not happy about Luke and I. Mm, he didn't oh, like the attention, the attention being taken from him. But you guys, there's enough to go around for everybody and oh God, anything, so you know? So yeah. I'm not even like on this season. I'm like, I'm great. Amazing. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not a set. I put this together if you're wondering. Those are just, those moments are just so, they're, they're good as gold, you know? <laughs> so are you guys going to their wedding or are you not invited, Hannah? Or when I say there, I mean Amanda and Kyle. I don't know when their wedding is. They've had to change their date a lot. Like they are on like their third wedding date, their third venue. So it really like depends. We haven't gotten like, they haven't sent out invitations or like save the dates yet because it's been changed so many times. Yeah, that's happened yeah. to so many people. I have a psychic vision yeah. regarding their wedding, but I won't, I won't put You're it out there. You're only drinking coffee. I know. I'll tell you all after we stop. No. Recording. No, no, no. No, no, I'm not putting it out there. Okay. Okay, you need your own psychic podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The drunk Jamie hour. You can Jamie. (laughs) I can just predict like Bravo drama (laughs) that's to come. No, but I feel like it's been such a nightmare with the quarantine. Like it's the same thing happened to my brother. And like, I feel like everyone just wants them to like get a date celebrate, like get it over with. See, I thought it looked like based on one of the previews that they have a little wedding like on the show this season. So it looked like everyone was in white and there was something going on with them, but we obviously haven't seen that yet. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, then my vision would be wrong. Hint, hint. But I don't know. I mean, that's just, it was the preview, but also, you know, the preview made you think that Luke and Lindsay had had sex when it was a DM from a psychic. Yeah, you can't trust. You can't trust this. But they're so good with the teasers. (laughs) It was so good. I watched it. I saw it up first on Paige's story. Then I watched her story again. I watched it again. And then the next morning I was like, Brock, 
go watch Paige's story. <laughs> I would love to see a show with like all of you guys, just like, you know how like Sports Center like comments on sports? Yeah. Like, yeah. It should be all of you guys doing commentary on like, like reality. Couch. Yes, but with the act, people who are actually in it. So they oh, know what's happening. Yeah. Like, okay, so th- this person did this because of this and she, she said oh. the right thing or she dropped the ball on that. <laughs> My lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> People would be sued. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think out of all of the shows that I watch on Bravo, you guys definitely have the most epic house parties and just parties in general. So who organizes those? Like, do you guys each season, do you get to be like, okay, so like Hannah, you're going to throw this party. Kyle's going to like, he's going to plan his birthday. Like, I know it's in the summer every year. So it's the same people's birthdays. But like with all the different fun themes, who comes up with those? And who is paying for all of those Amazon shipments that are at the door <laughs> with the supplies? We are. Yeah. <laughs> well, we actually do have quite an intense brainstorm where we all send ideas of parties we want. And then like, whoever kind of thought of it kind of leads it. But a party will not be good unless everyone's on board with good energy. Lindsay like shows up the first day of summer and she's like, okay, this is my birthday. We're doing this. Where I'm like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, shit, it's my birthday. I forgot. (laughs) I mean, if Stassi and Ariana could have a joint birthday, you and Lindsay could probably pull it off too. No, she doesn't want that. She doesn't want to. We tried to do one this year, like a joint birthday party and she did not want it. (laughs) I mean, it makes for good TV, but yeah, I guess if you're Lindsay, you don't want to share that day. I didn't think Stassi would ever share her birthday more than Ariana. Yeah, true. But then they did it. But they did it. They, they made it happen. Were so you I at mean, that party? I wasn't, no. Oh. I saw. We have, we have good themes on our show too. You have you great birthday, epic yeah. birthday parties. That's my favorite part of- bring it too. You, yeah. you guys also, real life, love a theme party. When I went to LA- Oh, like, yeah. Oh, like, Totally. Bro. And we tried like, to yeah. get you involved in one. He <laughs> refused. <laughs> I was like scared. And I, also, I had something in the morning and they were like, grow up. Get something on, off Amazon. It'll come today. And I was like, I can't do it. I'm scared. Was that for Kyle Chan's birthday? Yeah, I wanted, her to, be, I wanted her to be the blow up Pokemon oh, yeah. like Brad was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get this costume right now. I remember that. so funny. <laughs> we love a good theme party. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you missed her performance of Good as Gold, dressed as Sailor Moon, and she did the split. I did. Missed it, oh, Hannah. Okay. You dropped the ball. That was, on I that. guess, the last time I performed. That was our last like big party. Before it was. It was everything. a week before everything shut down. Yep. Damn. Can't believe it's been a year. I know. A year. And now I'm having a baby in a few weeks. This is nuts. <laughs> so much has changed. Oh. So much. I love you. I love your friendship between you guys. And I'm just so curious. Like, how did you guys become friends? And can you both describe each other? Like, describe the other person. You're going to make me cry. I get emotional. Good. Oh, I love this. Good question, Jamie. Um, Okay, we became friends because Hannah worked at... Batches and I freelance wrote for them and I remember walking into the office to like have a meeting or something and Hannah was the first person to like come up to me like I walked in the door and like no one acknowledged that I was there and Hannah was like hi like and it felt like a girl that you were like friends with in high school that you haven't seen for a really long time but like when you see her you feel comfortable with her and I like I didn't know her but like immediately I felt comfortable then we were both on summer house and we roomed together. And I remember like that first morning waking up and like rolling over and being like, this is fucking weird, right? And she was like, yup. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Okay, let's like not leave each other's sides. And we just like, we think the same things are funny and we don't care about the same shit. So it's like very easy. Like, there's a lot of shit where I'm like, do you care about that? And she's like, nope. And I go, cool, me neither. And like, we move on with our lives. Like, so it's very, it's very we're very low maintenance. And yeah, like this, we don't compete over the same things, but we're passionate about the same things. And most of all, we have the same sense of humor, but yeah, Paige walked into Betches and she was like, just the nines. But I could tell she was like kind of scared. <laughs> and I just like walked up and I was like trying to make her laugh and she has like the most contagious laugh ever. And she like lets me be my silliest, goofiest self. But I still feel like, yeah, like we've just been through so much together. Um, but also like, I just always thought Paige was a star. Like, I just think she's a star. Like, oh when my I, God, Hannah. Just, when I'm around her, like I just, she has like, this powerful energy that like, it's just exciting. And 
she doesn't even realize that she's like as cool as she is. And no, I know. I was trying to call her humble, but that didn't come off. Yet. No, I know. <laughs> I was like, she's so wow. humble. That's so nice of you, Hannah. Thank you. Well, I agree. I think you're both stars. I've seen, you know, Hannah do stand up. I've been interviewed on your podcast, which is still one of my favorite interviews I've done. You remember when I interviewed you at Betches? Yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, no. At Betches? No, I, I was when you interviewed me in New York at Betches. That was years ago. Was that when I was with Adam? You came before with Adam that. and Rob. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was super nervous because I loved Vanderpump, but you were wearing the cutest crop top outfit. And we like, it was right after Rob. And I was like, I am just got through a breakup. And you were like, you're going to be okay. And I'm like, you're going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that. We, I, I feel like we had to like make a drink or something when we were there too. Like it was like a little interactive thing. Oh God, I miss New York. And it, like those press trips and all of that. It's been so long. Hopefully we can do a Bravo Con. I really hope so. That was, that was epic. I'm going with you this year. Yeah. Yeah. Let's manifest that. Bravo Con yes. 2021. Let's bring it back. to do Real Housewives of San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be back up in LA uh, next week. Oh, awesome. Yeah, having the baby up there. All my doctors and everything are up there. So we'll be back, but we'll be in between. I mean, I'm always going to be between San Diego, Palm Springs, and LA. So that was kind of always the goal is to have three homes, you know, as if I'm yeah. rich. I'm not, but we'll figure it out. No, but we're so <laughs> proud of you. And we're so excited for little Sheena. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it, it's going to be a mini Sheena. At her last appointment last week, she was five and a half pounds. He said, if I go to term, she'll be just over seven. So she will be a small, petite baby. She's not hopefully going to be taking after Brock. <laughs> Yeah, that's great for your vagina. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Okay, so do you have any comedy shows coming up? Are you doing any like virtual shows? I know you have your podcast, Giggly Squad, also Burning in Hell. What is coming up for you both? I do have a show actually June in Long Island in Governor's Island, Governor's Comedy Club. For people to look out for, that'll come up. But yeah, okay, listen to Giggly Squad, listening to Burning in Hell, watch Summer House, and watch Chat Room on Bravo on Sunday. Yeah, I love that you got that. I want Vanderpump to be on so bad so I could talk shit on Vanderpump. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yes, that's what we've been missing. It's been a while. I mean, it's been yeah. two years. Wow. You're almost retired. I mean, uh, the last thing I filmed was me drunk, dancing on the bar at Tom Tom, single as fuck. And here I am nine months pregnant. Wow. <laughs> what a transition it's going to be. Yeah. All right. Well, Jamie, do you have anything else? I had one more question for them if we have okay. a few minutes. I don't know. I feel like you guys are really wise, like beyond your years. And what piece of advice do you have? Or what's the best piece of advice each one of you have ever gotten? Ooh. Okay. I have two. One is do not believe the voices in your head. They are from like past experiences, people that have hurt you, whatever bullshit. They're not true. And once you can learn to not latch on to the negative thoughts, like that's where happiness is. And then really just find what brings you joy. And that's where success comes. Unless you're Jamie, you have to listen to the voices in your head because she's psychic. <laughs> um, oh my God, this is like so on the spot. But actually, our showrunner says this all the time. And he's like kind of like a dad figure, I feel like now to us. And he says success is right outside your comfort zone. And like when he first said it, I was like, how cliche and stupid. And now like as I get older and older, I'm like, oh my, it really is so true. Like if you just push yourself a little bit, it's amazing what you could actually accomplish. And I think also like I've learned and the best advice I could give to like younger girls would be your life is going to be so much better than you even imagine it in your head. So like don't stick to the list or like what you think your life should be in five years, 10 years, because whatever it ends up being is going to be so much more exciting than what you've created. So I love that. that. I, that is I, I so, true. so agree with that. 
I was not a fan of Lindsay's list. But you, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Jamie's list that she had. You had a crazy list. That's a like different a year list. Ago. No, her. She had a timeline. Oh, yeah. list. yours was just mine. A list was things of that I qualities. wanted. Yeah, I, yeah. I have like a manifesting list, and that's like you know I'm not like totally sticking to it, but like. Yeah, I think you don't have to, don't beat yourself up if you're not yeah. where you thought you would be. Oh, 100%. And like five year plans and lists are actually limiting. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, we love talking to you. Love giggling so with you. Fun. Yes. We miss you guys so much. Oh my God. I, I know, feel like I miss you need too. need to go get a drink now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, got, I got another month and then I will be sipping on rosé. We can't wait, but we'll definitely come through to LA. I mean, Palm Springs. Yeah. Yes. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, you guys come here. Girls trip. <laughs> for sure. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Sheena Bye. Shay FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shay. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Love little